Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We all have a job to do. Some people dig holes, some people teach, some even go to the moon. And none are more important than the other, except for doctors. Blood pressure 50 over 80. White blood cell count elevated. Slight fever, what's the call? Just in town. Catch, you are good. Look, I don't want to interrupt here, and you're one of our best. But isn't this clearly a knife wound? Hey, suit, you stay out of my way. The knife is just a small piece of the puzzle. We gotta figure out what's really wrong with this kid. I don't usually. Um, I've been not morning. I've been like not taking care of myself for like months. Yeah, so I think it's the way it is. So yeah, so like I was talking to Cleansington, my dad, last (sighs) night. He actually opened up to me that uh, personal hygiene is also a struggle for him during the quarantine, just like me. Nice little father father daughter bonding moment over back acne. Yep. Which is which is uh the way everybody likes to bond with their siblings. Yeah. Back acne so they're, they're, and they're uh and uh dermatitis. Mm, love it. So you with the way your hair is right now, you have a little bit like your ear uh, is just slightly peeking out of that side. So you have a little like elven touch. I didn't I even notice that. It's what I call the elven touch. Dr. Elven um, touch. I realized the last week that I actually did not introduce us for some inexplicable reason. We've done this how many fucking times? 163 times. And I didn't introduce us last time. So uh, this is Digi Reddit, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Dog Boobs. I'm my free day. I'm doing a little Ellen dance this morning, guys. <laughs> Ellen Yay! dance. Because I'm a monster. <laughs> I thought you were about what to is, say because I'm Ellen a mom. Have a dance? Oh, jeez, you're just outed yourself as not culturally in the did you loop. You just say, did does Ellen dance? Uh, Doug, no, does she dance? What are we going to do about dance? this? Guy? Tell me what the dance is. <laughs> oh, first of all, I thought you were in music. Uh, yeah, she just True. does all the dances. Despite all the the laughter and the fun we're having, this one is heavy. The one we're doing today, um, we are. So we are. Uh, going to be talking about uh, a sub. I believe this was your suggestion, right, Doc? Were you the one yeah. who brought this up? Yes. Uh, so we are talking about Ask Docs today. Um, not Ask Docs, D-O-X, not like Ask to release someone's information without their knowing. It's like it's like um, a new like hazing site where if yeah. you want to get doxxed because you love the thrill exactly. of being yeah. rushed by... I um, love the thrill of your kind of a great idea. being released on the internet. That's a good idea for a sub is ask docs. And it's like, I need to <laughs> dox an enemy of mine. I don't know how to do it. It's Here's just, what I know. I bet there's a there's an ask hackers that, that is a similar concept. Probably. Um, but ask docs is about asking. It, it fills an interesting void in society, I've noticed, as we were going through it last night, where it, it kind of is a community run um, uh, WebMD kind of idea almost where mm-hmm. we, what we've seen with WebMD is it's kind of become this, you know, obviously an ongoing joke. That's also quite serious where people, people will be like, Oh, I have a cough. And I was just like, you know, I like checked WebMD and I have lung cancer. Can you believe it? And like, that's like a problem, right? I mean, it's become mm-hmm. a big issue. And so part of the reason is because you get to interpret everything you see on WebMD for your own 
you know, you don't have the, um, it's not even medical knowledge though. That's part of it is it's, you get to see the worst possible thing because we know it's very scary and we know the anomalies are real. And then you go, Holy shit, I think I have that thing. And then, and then you go to the doctor and they go, you don't have that thing. And they go, but what if I have that thing? And it's just kind of created an interesting psychology that I think is a problem. And so ask docs, in my opinion, is kind of the best version of that, where instead of it being a, oh my God, I have lung cancer. It's, oh my God, I'm worried about this thing that I have. Can anybody help me? And then a series of doctors and not doctors will chime in and say, yeah, actually, it sounds like this, 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 this. I wouldn't worry about it too much. But if you want to go check to a doctor, ask them to yeah. do this thing, and they will be able to test whether this hyper-specific aspect of what you're worried about is real or not. I've learned, there's, I've learned there's only like nine symptoms after COVID because they keep repeating the same list of symptoms. Yeah, It's always like, are you sore? Do you have a cough? Do you have a sniffly nose? your back hurt you're like all the time all those things yeah you either have meningitis a brain tumor covid you can have it all for you're over the age of 29 are you over the age of 10 and 29 with the sniffles walk off a fucking bridge kill yourself yourself i love our fans by the way i'm just gonna jump in and say this we got timmy p base boom king both both on different respective platforms welcome welcome y'all um love their catching us live so shout out to Timmy yeah. B Pace, B Pace, B Base, B B P Bass, B P Oil, the yummies. He sent us a nice, a nice message on the IG that said, Hey y'all. I like that he says, actually said, Hey all. I wanted to give you an update on Save Brendan. He's been making a superhero movie sh- a superhero show that's doing super well on Rotten Tomatoes called Doom Patrol. Then they sent us a link. So he's just keeping us. I call him our field Brandon. correspondent. Um, he is our field correspondent. Our Brendan. Our field, our field correspondent on all things uh, river fishing. Yeah. Anything bass related or right. upright, but yeah, anything with four strings and, that includes and, shoes. Um, and he's our uh, in-house movie critic. So yeah. mm-hmm. he sees everything and he lets us for know. all y'all listeners, Doom Patrol is on HBO Max. Check it out. Oh, love it. Uh, love hearing that. Anyway, so back to cool. what we were talking about. Sorry for the interruption. Uh, so, so Ask Docs, I think, is a very interesting sub. However, it's also extremely dark. <laughs> so, so, uh, so we might we'll we'll see how this one goes. We might split it up into two episodes. We haven't decided yet. Um, but we uh, the way some of so, so there there there's a lot of. Um, very serious stories that I think we want to get into because they're pretty, they're pretty indicative of uh, what I think is the American medical system. Not even just the American medical system. I think there's a couple that are at the, kind of a, a global medical thing. Yeah. But that, you know, they just, they kind of, they, you know, when people are worried about their health, they, they talk in a very specific way. You get to know them in a very specific and honest way. And especially uh, when it comes to, you know, dying, which I think a lot yeah. of these also are, right? So anyway, we're going to get into that. Let's talk a little bit about the front page for a couple of minutes. And then uh, and then we'll talk about Ask Docs. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys got? What's What's been happening on the front page for y'all? Well, 
I actually saw a really fun video um, pop up from the guy who the movie The Town is about. Mm. Ben mm. Affleck played him. That was Ben um, Affleck's right. last great role, I'd say. I know. So I'm trying. I can. Pull well, the up. basketball coach one was pretty strong too. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that one. Uh, ben <laughs> so. Affleck, sad Affleck. Like we all, I feel kind of bad for him, but I have a feeling he's dating this new chick now, the girl from Knives Out. Mm. And you know what? He seems real happy. It's because she's it's because she's 17 and yeah. super hot. <laughs> she's 17. She probably doesn't have the world experience to uh, judge his massive back tattoo. Yeah, to she face, thinks his, his like Jennifer Garner did. His phoenix rising out of the fire is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did Jennifer so I mean, Garner say shitty things about it to his face? Not that I know of, but I can only assume a woman after having children with a man who then gets a massive phoenix rising back tattoo will have something to say about it. <laughs> so I mean, like how do we know that he wasn't a phoenix rising and that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't not even just a metaphor but a literal and and he was getting it as a documentation. Shit. Nobody wants to I talk mean, about that. So. <laughs> Every real phoenix rising ha- that's the form of documentation they have to get. Is he he back on the nose candy in the meth? Is that why he's looking like he's having a good time? Having a great time. You know, I hope not. I hope it's Ana de Armas who is providing this positive, positive uh, impact. But, you know, who knows? She she's very attractive. I will say she is. She has a cool look. She's the look of the future human, I would say. Yes. Yes, she does. She and she's like so freaking cute. I love her. I loved her in Knives Out. Anyway, the and she was in uh, the, that Black Dahlia show with Chris Pine. That was pretty good. I thought. Oh yeah. On TNT, you'd, I think you'd like it, dog. I bet I would. You yeah. know, the Black Dahlia story is one of my favorites. Mm, murder, deceit, murder, rape, slavery, slavery, um, and um, town. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> But this video that I saw on the front page, it's like, I can kind of, I can share my screen if you guys want to see it. It's basically the guy that Ben Affleck played in the town after he's been released from prison, going before a judge to talk about a ticket that he received um, in the time of COVID. And it's heartwarming and kind of funny because the guy is like such a, like old time Rhode Island gangster. So I can play part of it. Yeah, you want to share your screen. Yeah, let me share my screen and let me just cue it up because I don't want to share the whole freaking thing. Cool, love it. But it's really, uh, it's really cool. Did you just drop a cue drop? Did I? What's that? Cue, cue, not drop. Don't. Oh yeah, don't listen to him. He's been free day has been free day has been. Wandering down the alt <laughs> YouTube landscape. I've been wandering. Oh, I've I've discovered the alt internet recently. <laughs> correct. It's man, is it good? Is it good? I love it. You are I going. You are going to go full QAnon, and no one will be able to save you. And <laughs> oh, we're, oh, we're just gonna have to let it happen, and we're gonna have to yeah. replace you with somebody who looks like you and act like and pretend to, to not even yep. notice. Dude, QAnon uh, is all a CIA operation just to control a certain section of the population. Everybody knows that. Okay, all, right, all right, let's 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 do the Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, ju- I, I, this is a famous judge. This guy's a uh, this guy's uh, he's he's a 
He's a famous judge. I know this. Is, is he the guy that gave um, Mr. Rogers the money like 30 years later? I think it is. Is it? I think it's I don't the even same know what that guy. means. But you I gotta mean, wa- okay, well, that's like a tw- 10 minute video that'll make you cry 40 times. Oh, all, right. all right, come on. Ben Affleck. I have not. Well, that movie's about me. They watched the movie. Ben Affleck plays me in the movie. William Sequeria. Three tickets. I don't know how I got it. They just showed up in the mailbox. Imagine that. Somebody, huh? somebody put three tickets in his mailbox, Inspector Carrigan. After we ran the red lights, yeah, I, I get that. What are you uh, talking? I work for a produce company. Get, get close to the mic, please. I work for a produce company, and uh, sometimes I'm late getting work or trying to get to work. So sometimes, you know, maybe that has to do it. What do you do? You deliver produce? Yeah, but I ain't getting no hours right now with just Corona. I only get twenty. I only get twenty hours a week. All the drivers get like twenty hours. What do you do with your markets? I was in prison thirty years. This guy gave me a job when I got out. I was in federal prison for thirty years. He gave me a job two years ago. I've been out, out two years. You, you've been out of prison for two years? I was in federal prison for 30 years for bankruptcy. This guy gave me a job. So I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing work. You know what I mean? But it's hard with this corona. You ain't getting no hours. You can't. You're barely paying the rent right now. Have you made up your mind that you're not going back? No, I'm not going back to prison. I've been in prison over 37 years of my life. 37 years? Yeah, I was in state prison for seven years, too. But I was in federal prison for 31 years. You ever seen the movie The Town? I have not. Well, that movie's about me. They watched the movie. Ben Affleck plays me in the movie. Tell me about it. That's a true story. Tell me, tell me, tell me what the movie's about. It's about guys out of Charlestown, Boston, who rob banks and army trucks. But you learned your lesson, huh? Well, I used to have a lot of money. Now I'm broke. I don't work for a living. I don't make much money. Well, you made a lot of money because you were robbing. Just, I, I feel like I'm watching a a. I must have had a half a million dollars in my fridge. Feels like Mickey Rourke's next great movie. Yeah, could be Mickey Rourke's next great movie. Playing Frank Capito, the judge. The I mean, judge. So how do you how do you develop? They took all that money, man. How do you become this? How do you get that guy's voice? That's like the whole time I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, because that's such a stereotypical, hey. yeah. like, gangster from New England voice. That's Rhode Island, dude. First, you start by your first seven years just eating oysters and shucking clams all day, <laughs> smoking butts, and drinking drinking Miller High Lifes. I mean, I feel like that's kind of the voice you want, right? Yeah. Like, that sounds as the resident the resident woman on our pod, uh, dog. Like, what what what's the date the date meter on this fella? It's hard because I am like a non dater, permanently single, so it's hard okay. for me to say. But I mean. And sorry, the meter, we have to set the context for the meter. On on the one hand, it's um you're hiding behind your couch pretending you're not home when he calls. On right. the other hand, um oh, okay. you're doxing him. You're showing up to his house being like, You want to go on a date? Right. Um, we gotta okay. give it a parameter here. This is the exact area I would be. I would try <laughs> to pos- I would try carve out a role as a daughter-like figure for this judge. Because that's oh, who I, I want to be to this person. Cool. Yeah, I love the judge's daughter, and you're gonna as as a punishment or as like a service, you're gonna date the criminal. The judge is like, (laughs) as a he needs uh, help. He needs help. Date my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love that. That that also, she's a good egg. The the stereotypes were were ripe there too, where he was he was be like, I work, uh, I deliver, I deliver meat to a meat market, and the judge is like, you deliver meat. 
He delivered me. He's like, uh, he's like, newsflash. I need a meat I lo- guy. I he love meat. Me? Yeah. Hmm. I like protein. Yeah, judge, uh, I, I mean, that that makes the the idea of being a judge interesting because the judge really he was just just I mean, it, granted, it was it was obviously a, like a ticket court, so it wasn't like he was high crimes, right? He just but it was kind of just like trying to get out and, of a ticket, right? Yeah. So let me just show you the very tail end because it ends in a heartwarming way. Um, so let this wasn't me, heartwarming enough. I already felt like it was heartwarming. I know it ends well for him though, because right now what he's explaining is that his hours have been cut as a produce driver. You see in the town, uh, yeah. based on me, I was, like, uh, I was in prison for thirty-seven years. Ben Affleck played me in the town. Your sentence so, is: you got to date dog boobs. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> she's a good egg. My daughter. <laughs> she's a good egg. She'll straighten you out. She'll yeah. straighten you out. Yeah, she so works. This at, is what. She works at the church. Had a captured near the Connecticut border in '95. When they caught you, and they crashed our car. That's how we got caught. It was a crazy time back then. He was a good bank robber. He was a terrible driver. <laughs> Zinga! <laughs> Zing! I'm going to charge you. He wants to kill the judge. But what I'm going to do is, again, I'm going to repeat that I get donations from all over the country. You get what? I get donations from all over the country. People. Yeah. Making, well, making contributions for me to use if I think someone deserves a break. I'm proud of you because you've turned your life around, right? And I think you're going to continue to do it. So I'm going to charge you 150 And what I'm going to do is I'm going to use a $150 check from Chuck Shaheen, who's the former mayor of... Charleston Maps. No. <laughs> I love New England people, dude. The best, man. That guy is straight out of a movie. That fat cop. Oh my god. <laughs> so he's just letting him off. He's yeah. Uh, he's proud. What a, what a guy. Life around. I just want to have spaghetti and meatballs with these men all Me day too. long. I just want to just go where they go. Cotton Have spaghetti and meatballs. Wait, is this a new talk, TV show? Talk about the Red Sox. We got to watch Cotton Providence now. <laughs> yeah, we all, do. it's all people like that. Probably just yes. Wait, is that the name of the show? Yes. That must be where I know him from. It must ah. be because I bet that cop and that judge are probably bantering like that on every episode. Wow, cool. fascinating. So I'm in. I love uplifting. it. Very you know uplifting. What? You know what's insightful about that uh, exchange? Because I, you know, us, we always pull the insight out of. Uh, you know, life's, life's little butthole. Yeah. Um, right. But that ticket that that guy was charged for $150 for, if you're making, if you're like a, a working professional, $150 is not that big of a deal. Yeah. If you're like, if you're that guy who's, he probably makes 500 bucks a week or something. Right. right. $150 not, is not even it, anymore. They're not, right. you know, but you know what I mean? Like five, $150 is brutal. It's like Huge. crushing. So yeah. the, I, right. I feel like most people who get tickets are poor. Like, they're lower income. Like a lot of things are low income people. They really crush people. If you got money, who gives a shit? It's like it, there should almost be a sliding scale or something. If you, I don't know, man. It's just like yeah, I think man. This, this, this judge is the sliding scale. He, so yeah, the Boone King, you got lucky, dude. How many times in LA like did someone be like, you know what? That doesn't happen. You, Garcetti, no, yeah. give me your money. In fact, here's a twenty dollar fee on top of the one fifty. Give me your money. Um, <laughs> all right. So the Boom King, you said he took all of his money. If you caught, if you get caught robbing banks, do they default take all the money? Like if you have robbed four banks and they can only prove you robbed two, how does that work? Great question. That we are unqualified to answer. But I would, I would say that um, you know, if if Shawshank Redemption tells you anything, 
It's that if you hide your money under a, a tree, yes, then they can't actually take that money. First, you have so to make have to love do, to your wife under that tree 20 years before. That's, that's true. Really why it'll then, very complex down. system, actually. And this is how you skirt the law, is you steal from four banks. Yep. You take two of those banks, and you blame it on your buddy. And then while that's happening, you make love with your wife under mm-hmm. the tree. <laughs> and then, so as the, as the cops are chasing yeah. your, your, your best pal for the two banks, mm-hmm. you're making love with your wife. She leaves. You dig a hole, right? You bury the money. Oh, oh, and you Are forgot you writing to say, this down? And you leave a clump yeah. of your <laughs> wife's hair there in case anybody <laughs> comes back. She gets busted, and you <laughs> run free. There's a full uh, born every minute. Yeah, you go to prison. <laughs> yada yada. Let's make love on this tree. But also, <laughs> you, I'm going to take some hair. <laughs> so that's the way we do it. You you have to dig a hole, and then you have to. Go through it, and then twenty years later, and then I think you end up in Mexico, right? Is that how the plot goes? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, There we go. There they go. But anyway, so um, ask Docs. Let's start from the beginning here. Dog. Let's bring it up, and then uh, let's have you do the um, the sidebar to get down to the basis of this because you you're the one who. You're the instigator of Ask Docs, I believe. Yes, I am. I love this pod. I mean, the subreddit. It's called, I love this pod. <laughs> I do love this pod, by the way. Um, it's called oh. Ask a Doctor, but the, it's, it, the URL is Ask Docs. And it's basically have a medical issue, ask a doctor or medical professional on Reddit. All of the flared medical professionals on this subreddit are verified by the mods. So it's kind of like when... You go on those websites that you can really ask a doctor, but it takes forever and they have horrible interface. It's like, instead of right. going to those shitty websites, it's like, oh, on Reddit, duh. People who use Reddit are from all different walks of life. They're going to be doctors and here they are providing medical advice. So right. um, the good thing to say, obviously, is like, um, none of this is like um, like binding. They're they right. all went, almost always say, like, by the way, I don't know you. I'm not your doctor. So this is just right. my advice, and you need to go see a doctor. And oftentimes they'll say, we're not going to give you advice. It's an emergency. Go to the doctor right now. Yeah. That feels and, and, that feels baked is, into me. Like, you, you don't – I get that people have to say that, but it's like we, we also get yeah. it. Just, right. uh, well, totally. it, it's worth noting, too, though, that there is a – uh, they the flare on this. Um, it, when when it has physician marked, like this isn't a. Uh, it's not like a contrived thing. It's like you have to get confirmed as a physician. I believe. Right. Um. So not there a, is not a chiropractor. I'm not a dentist. About, not a veterinarian. Not a dentist. Um, not a veterinarian. A fucking doctor. But, okay. The rest yeah, of you so, guys. So you. You can certify that you are a a physician. Um. Mm-hmm. To to make sure that. That it's not just, you know, whatever. So anyway, um, but but yeah, so this is, I mean, as I was saying at the beginning of this pod, I think that there's, for me, as I was going through this last night, um, I was I was seeing some interesting trends that I think were indicative of uh, the way I think our system works right now and why something like Ask Docs is such a valuable resource uh, in the in the world of medicine, because I think that you know there are all these new technologies popping up 
that can help fill the void. I don't know if you guys saw that there was news recently that um, Amazon is, is now selling uh, prescription drugs. Oh, wow. Um, and that you get a, I think you get like an insane discount if you buy, if you have Prime, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So it's one of those things where they're now, they're now making up for the cost of things like diabetes medicine and, you know, all these, well, they're essentially a, a, a third market now for, wow. um, for medicine, which is interesting. So, but you know, the reason is because we have a big problem in the United States with the cost of healthcare. And so places like this as ask docs, you know, especially during COVID, I mean, I think that's the thing that, you know, can't be understated with, with kind of the way that a site like this functions and kind of why we're talking about it today. This is not necessarily why we're talking about it today, but as you see through posts here, that is a common thread, which is I want to go to my doctor. They can't get me in. COVID is it's I, I can't go because of COVID X Y Z. What do I do, right? And so the site can at least, at the very least, kind of um, quell the concerns that I think sometimes come with these strange, enigmatic medical issues that people have, or these non-enigmatic medical issues that someone's like, I, I, my stomach in horrible pain. I don't know what to do. Um, these are my symptoms, yada, yada. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, so that's why your, to your point, I looked up the stats on this one and there's a huge spike in subscribers this year and over the past couple years, which I know healthcare has become like a big hot topic in the past couple years. So you're totally right. I mean, this place has become a lot more popular um, as like the healthcare crisis has become um, more of a thing. And if you look even at their comments per day, the spike just from like the last month is insane. So it's this, crazy. It's very popular right now. I am seeing, yeah, it's, I can see that it's definitely spiked. It's, there's a definitely a need for this. Also, you know, I, in, in general, like the the sort of doctor, uh, computer doctor thing has become more more popular in the last what five ten years. I don't know. Yeah. But they're probably so encumbered by you know legal restrictions on what they can and can't say, et cetera. The cost, getting insurance, like all of the same restrictions you have in regular healthcare. But like again, Reddit, like saving the day because those legal restrictions are kind of lifted. It allows the freedom of more doctors to hang out here in a casual way and give advice, like via groupthink. And I think because yeah. of that, you're going to get sort of a more like average answer. Because you know, why wouldn't who wouldn't want to consult with a hundred doctors? Yeah, versus yeah. just one or two. So exactly. here you can get a hundred, and even if three of them are quacks or twenty of them are cracks, quacks to eighty. Are, are probably going to hone in on what's correct. And that's right. probably the best answer. And so right. again, like you have this like crowdsourced doctor thing going on here that Reddit does with everything, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I had a mushroom in my backyard the other day and I got kids and I picked the mushroom and I was like, is this going to kill everybody? Or is this going to make my, my four-year-old trip? <laughs> and so I, I took a picture and I put it on um, Shroom ID, which is like a cool Reddit sub. And like people are like, yeah, that's a cool mushroom. You can eat it. Like no big deal. But, um, give it to your kid, dude. It's a cool give mushroom. Give it to your kid, man. It'll, it'll change his life. Change his POV forever. Woo! And so now my kid. Victory's in a positive headspace, man. Yeah. Now my kid sells quesadillas at the fish shows, dude. He's on the road. He'll, uh, he's, he's killing it. Um so anyway, this I think this like the, the sort of group think of this as as like a mechanism right. 
is one of the sort of quintessential tentpole right. things that Reddit does better than anybody. And like in this scenario, it's perfect. Yeah, totally. And and I th- I think that that's that's also you know your uh I you know as I've been going through this and as I'm thinking of even what you just said right there is like everybody whenever you meet a doctor like I feel like everybody has an impulse to go you're a doctor uh. Can you, you like checking out this thing that I have actually? Yeah, and, and I got so, this mole on behind my uh, my butt right. crease. My gooch. And, and I think my that gooch. <laughs> I got a my gooch, gooch mole. <laughs> I got a gooch mole. I mean, so there's, but th- that you know, that's that I think is kind of what's cool about this. Sub. I mean, there's a lot of things that are cool about this sub, honestly, and we're going to continue getting into them. Um, and like I said, this could be a two parter because I think there's one. There's what what brought this up is there's a very very poignant very heavy story that we found here that has kind of opened us up to it that I quite frankly uh, I could not read the whole thing without crying mm-hmm. and so I had to stop reading it because I was I was having a hard time getting my shit together so yeah. I think that that is that is a uh, I think there's a lot of things about this sub that transcend the medical profession and are really about wellness and about health and about humanity mm-hmm. and about what you do as a human, as it pertains to your health that I think makes it really special. So, and what's, um, but what we'll get into too on that post is, is the, if you're going through any health issue, you're typically, it, you're typically alone or at like a sterile doctor's office, like this right. support, of of regular people giving you like a high five or cheering you on is not part of the medical industry. Maybe in some Definitely cancer not. circles they have like groups, but mm-hmm. it's something you got to search out. Anyway, this you know, it, in a way, you get this community support here, which is different than any other healthcare industry tool. Totally, in a, totally. In a positive way. So so let's get into some of the posts. Um, I think that. Should we just kick it uh, off with a guy with spots on his penis? All joking aside, after we log off, go check your right. gooses because if there are <laughs> moles there, you got to go check them out. Okay. Just take a mirror. Would you recommend no, if you, if you see a mole on your land? That you, you know, that kid college. that was really smart from high school that ended up becoming a doctor? Yeah. Call him up immediately. Exactly. Schedule a lunch. Yep. And before you even get into the like, what have you been doing for the last ten or twelve years? Yep. Just go. Hey, listen. There's a reason I want to talk to you today. Yep. Do I need a full yeah, yeah, on my gooch? I need a full length body mirror. Yeah, for this. Yes. And okay. and then and then it'll be like, you know, I'm a chiropractor, right? Be yeah. like, that's a doctor, right? You are a doctor. You're, You're a like, doctor. I'm a chiropractor. I can look at You're my like, gooch. Yeah, right? A doctor. Can you look at my gooch? <laughs> yeah. Exactly how it's gonna go. Obviously. Um, I love it. Um. So, but but. Yeah, so I think uh, let's go into some of the posts. I mean, I'm, I'm as as much as we're joking. I the a lot of these posts are very serious, and, yeah. and again, like they're serious in a way that is, uh, they're some of them are very serious medically, but they are also heartwarming. So I, why don't we just get into? There's one that I saw last night. I think actually you had sent it to us, dog, about the woman who. Uh, is dealing with domestic abuse. Yes. That's a great and really interesting post and something that I think a lot of people don't even consider, you know, don't even think of a a thing. Um, Do you want me to share my screen? Why don't don't you share your screen and then you can read it? Because what what I love about this, this post is this is a good indication of, I think, what's special about a place like this, which is like, this is a medical question. Yeah. Ultimately, right? But 
it's a medical question with context that then wraps it up in a way that a, a doctor is uniquely positioned to answer but is not necessarily like the way that our world revolves around our own health is really interesting because there are, you know, there are things like, you know, end of life care, which this one is not about, but like end of life care is one of those things where like, Hey, I'm sick. I have this thing. But then a doctor is the kind of person who goes, listen, I think it is worth talking to blank, blank and so on and so forth about this stuff because you're, you know, you're in a, you know, they start giving you these big existential questions because they're, you're in, they are, they see your health as it's happening. Right. So, and so, okay. So let's, let's go into this one. So the title of this post is, can my GP general practitioner tell that I'm on birth control or wait, GP is general practitioner, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So can my GP tell that I'm on birth control? All right. So 27 female, long story short, I'm leaving my physically abusive husband in three weeks, December 2nd to be exact. The plan is already set in motion, just a waiting game at this point to make sure that my son and I can leave safely. But I have a medical question. My husband decided he wanted another child about 13 months ago. Me, knowing I can't bring another child into this situation, have been taking my birth control continuously behind his back, playing stupid when all of the tests are coming back negative. Husband is now forcing me to go see our GP on Tuesday to be tested for fertility issues. I'd been putting it off for months, but I don't think I can get out of this one. Will they know I'm still taking my birth control? I know that I can request my husband not be in the room when I talk to my doctor, but that will be a really dangerous request considering the situation that I'm in right now. I still have to go home with him and I can't raise any red flags when we're so close to escaping. I take the mini pill currently, so it's not hormonal. Um, Will my doctor know this? I've been getting birth control through Planned Parenthood so as not to raise suspicion from my husband and have no paper trail. So my doctor doesn't actually know about the current prescription, but I'm not sure what fertility testing entails. I'm not sure what to expect, and I just need to make sure he isn't going to walk into the room and go, well, no wonder you're not pregnant. You're on birth control, because my husband will literally lose his shit if he finds out. That is the original post. Woof, dude. Yeah, woof. So that that's a... Uh... I mean, that's very heavy. And I think that that is, that's kind of what I mean about what makes this interesting is like, you're, this is a medical question. Like mm-hmm. the ultimately the question that's being asked is, can uh, my doctor tell that I'm on birth control when they investigate my hormone levels to see if I'm, I have fertility problems. Right. right. And that, don't, don't birth control pill uh, pills. Uh, Aaron, uh, resident woman here, maybe we can answer this one or Ben, you know, uh, Feel free. I know. Um, don't they? Does doesn't the virtual pills cr- make your body think you're pregnant? So wouldn't the hormones be releasing pregnant style hormones? Like, doesn't that isn't that the exact like thing you could tell? Pregnant style hormones. <laughs> you know, yeah. Here's a pregnant style hormone. You got that baloney hormone. You got a, a lot of uh, French fries. You know, pregnant chicks are the French fries. Style. Uh, <laughs> anyway, animal style. Animal style. Grilled style. onions. All the all the pregnant style. <laughs> so I think that is kind of true. Like maybe in like layman's terms for hormonal birth control. But I know she said in her post that she's taking the mini pill, which is actually a non-hormonal wow. birth control. So oh. I don't know how that works. Personally, because I know like IUDs and um, like 
I don't know about Nuva rings actually, yeah. but I feel like IUDs are non-hormonal technically. Right. And it's just in my imagination, they just have those metal arms so they can swat. Yeah, yeah. it's like it actually looks like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he's yeah. just like swatting sperm away. Actually, <laughs> sorry, it's a, it's Akeem Olajuwon, and he just goes like, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, he's just smacking sperm. Dog moves. That was you, you had two wrong basketball references in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually Dikembe Mutombo. I did the no, no, no. Oh, so you're saying yeah. that? What's that little thing called? Uh, the little thing in your vagina? Uh, the, I mean, there are so many little things inside <laughs> the vagina. There's so there's a stuff dedicated entirely to bad woman's anatomy. Yes. That the, in in free day right IUD, now, IUD, IUD. is the is the poster child of bad woman's anatomy. You know the little thing they put up there? Yeah, it's Dikembe Mutombo. I love Dikembe that. Mutombo. Um, That's just the name of the new brand they come out with. It should be yeah, Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, unbelievable. Um, so the other part. The other part of this that I think is pretty interesting is is I I believe the more you get into her story, I think there are some other indications of a little bit of her situation when you're reading through the comments and kind of mm-hmm. the way they're talking about what they need to do. From my understanding, from I I be, I think this is if I'm referencing the right one, she also lives in a small town, so like 20 minutes outside the city. Yeah, I believe what she says. So and then she's she's broke, I believe. So she can't. There are reasons. Oh, yeah. There we go. So I think that this is. Let's let's read the update. All right. Um, as I think it kind of gets back into a little bit of the world that we're we're talking about. Yeah, because cool. it sounds like somebody needs to just call the police. Uh, yeah, like. like well, uh, actually, like that was today. never a suggestion in this. Like that. Was I think actually, for step one is never get up. the hell out of there with the cops and then go to a doctor. You know, like. Well, uh, I would I would say that there is right. a dramatic oversimplification of that because I think that there's yeah. a small town living. You can't just call the cops on a domestic abuse husband because uh, they probably go to the bar together or at the very least. Yeah. And, and, uh, B, I think that there's a, uh, the, uh, you can't, she's going to leave in three weeks. You can't really call the cops unless you're in a safe place. That that accommodates you potentially calling the cops. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah, so so give me the, the update, thing, dog, because I think it, yeah. it fills in a lot of these blanks. It does, and it and the thing with uh, domestic violence too is that period of when you're leaving is the most dangerous period of time for victims. And so, I mean, I know some people who have had to do that, and you ha- you really do have to do a lot of planning and get your ducks in a row, and then just bolt without letting anybody know. Anything. Totally, that's crazy. Anyway. Um, okay, very dark. Thank you, everyone, for the tremendous amount of support. It takes me a while to get back. Husband doesn't know about my Reddit account, so I have to be sneaky. I messaged my mother and asked her to call and let them know what was going on. The doctor, I'm assuming, based on some uh, feedback, to call the doctor and let them know what's going on. I begged her to stress the importance of either rescheduling or not saying anything about my birth control. No idea what's going to happen, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I know a lot of people mentioned trying to get in touch myself and reschedule, but I'm not sure how that would work. I'd have to ask them to call my husband and lie about having to reschedule. My husband made the appointment and he is in control of everything. They have his phone number for everything. My phone isn't even hooked up to the provider. I can only use it with Wi-Fi. He thinks I only use it for games. The amount of control he has uh, or has become insane since COVID started, but I will update when I can again. 
For those of you asking about my escape, my mother just moved in January to a different state. My husband and I have not gone to visit her yet, so he doesn't know where she lives. As soon as I was able to get in contact with her and she told me this, I knew it was my perfect opportunity to leave safely. She also decided to change her last name back to her maiden's name or maiden name. My parents have recently or have been divorced for years so that he can't trace her. My husband also refused to sign the birth certificate for our son when he was born because he was convinced I was cheating. So there's no legal right to him. I can take him wherever I want and he can file for it later if he wants, but at least I won't have unbiased police surrounding me in my new town. The reason I have to wait three weeks is because I have no car, no phone, no access to money, and we live 20 miles outside of town. That's pretty remote. Totally. The soonest my mom can afford to come and get my son and I is December 2nd because she's literally on the other side of the country and she can't afford to fly and get a rental car. So she's driving and the drive itself takes two days. Dang. Those are some big freaking uh, obstacles. Overcome. So, so this person's in like a real a real tough scenario and so that that i think is what makes again this post so profound is it is the medical question is really a the question that she's asking at the core of this is um will i be in danger if i go to the doctor yeah because of these out, outstanding things yeah um, you know what i mean the doctor too in, in this scenario i feel like they have a obligation or a right to know about domestic abuse in a private way. I mean, there's gotta be a way she can speak with a doctor and, you know, as a, as a lady back to uh, bad lady yeah. advice, he, he, she could sort of mask it as like, I have a thing in my thing. Can you, you know, and the husband's like, I'm out of here. I gotta go. Right. And then maybe, uh, you know, how husbands be. Um, well, maybe, but maybe, maybe not. I, I, it feels I like there's an the opening doctor... there with, even if we're talking like, to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if, I mean, if it's... you're a victim of physical abuse, you are terrified, you know? And yeah, like, I, I, I get it. Yeah. The, ri- the risk. Yeah. The, I feel like maybe it would work, but maybe if you've been hit for years. Here's what I'll say. If she has it. an, op- yeah, if she has an opening and the, the husband wants to go to, you know, take a, take a smoke break, maybe it's worth mentioning something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I also weird. don't know if I actually would be surprised if there weren't laws in place about, uh, disclosing too much information to doctors because, because, you know, so much of what, what is implied with, with a medical issue can mm-hmm. usually be a lifestyle orientation thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you wouldn't want to go to the doctor and, and then be like, um, you know, like, oh, well, like you, you know, you have arthritis in your right arm. You must be jerking off a lot, man. Do you jerk <laughs> off a lot? You're medically obligated to tell me. Yeah. You'd be like, no, I'm not. Like, leave yeah, me alone. You know? He's wax. No, yeah. but I and, think, and so I, I think, I think that if you're coming in with black eyes, allowed to. Well, but no, but I don't know, man, because I mean, black eye, like, if there's, yeah, I but think if, you, let's do this. If the doctor says, are you being hit by your husband? And you, and he's like, you don't have to tell me, but like, not if you want me to help or something. Like she has to say help. I think that's what you're saying. She, he can't just assume to call, but if she asks yeah, but, for help, I think then he, yeah. if you're a decent person, I don't know why you wouldn't call a Sheriff Bumblefuck. I think but it's very challenging though, man. Cause you can't exactly HIPAA laws. Privacy and then laws. I don't, I don't know where she would, it sounds like this person is in a situation where she has a son as well, which, you know, she's worried about her child. And it sounds like if she were to tell the doctor, I'm in a physically abusive relationship, I need help, I need to get out of here, 
It's not like the doctor's going to be like, all right, I'm going to store you at this Motel 8. We're going to get the cops to go to your house. I'm not going to let you know. Like you, it's going to be a situation where it's like she's not going to know where to go. No, this so, in the Kevin Costner version of this movie, she, he, he takes her to yeah. his ranch. And, right. I want to you know, see right. the Kevin Costner version for sure. Yeah. I would fucking die for that. Because he's a good guy, yeah. you know? Yeah, and like kind of what It's Your Dad was saying about the cops in a small town. It's like we're also imagining this is a small town clinic or a small town GP. Totally. Uh, so I'm trying to think of who that could possibly be in my imagination. They might not have the most delicacy when it comes to like in the moment having maybe just right. a moment in passing in the hallway to be like hey don't tell my husband i'm on birth control because he beats me right. like it might <laughs> well, not let, let's, <laughs> i mean let's put it let's put it this way because i am from one of these places i'm from yeah. a very small town so sure. i i can tell you my family pr- practitioner growing up my like gp was my little brother's was a kid on my little brother's soccer team's dad Oh, damn. So you end up having these situations. And like most people, I think in town, were a little bit like that, where like the doctor had like a relationship with a lot of people other than being a doctor. Right. And so there's just a little, there's a level of totally. And it would become one of those things. Like if I was, if my Mm -hmm. mom had ever been to, gone to like Dr. Claire and been like, you know, my, my husband's is causing, you know, domestic abuse, like I don't know if, she would have felt safe in saying that because the the connections were so deep in other ways. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like a lot, it's, it's, it's very tough. It's very challenging. I mean, I totally get this, but, but anyway, so this is, um, yeah, this is a very interesting one. I'm going to bring up another one that I find really interesting and, um, and, and a bit, um, so actually Dr. Dr. Spacheman, um, Brings up an interesting question. I wonder if they have contacts at local women's shelter resources, a hospital, or even a nurse. Do. I don't know. Really tough situation. I mean, it is. I mean, this is. I, I, I also don't know this, but I also would say, for uh, we don't know where this person's ultimately from. Like they could be from a town like where I'm from, and I could not tell you where a local women's shelter was where I was from. And even if I could, I would say that that local women's shelter doesn't necessarily seem like a safer place. Because usually they're underfunded. Usually they don't, they're not like a safe place. They're like in a like holding pen for yeah, legal matters. And shit, you know what I, mean? I think totally. No, I don't know. I, I bet doctors deal with this more than anybody could know, and police deal with this probably a ton, like specifically totally. domestic abuse. I bet they have the playbook and they're sensitive to sort of the code of it all. And they understand the danger. Right. I mean, I, I think that yeah. trying to leave, like Dogwood said, is a dangerous, is the dangerous time. So yeah. let's take a yeah. look at what some of the doctors suggested. Cause that's let's do it. I'm interested to see. Um, I kind of want to see, um, kind of see the top. We have other people commenting, but I kind of want to see what only the, the doctors are commenting. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. How do you sort only by doctors? I don't know exactly, but I know that it's tagged with this green position. Nice green thing. Yeah. Okay. So this doctor, Fruna 13 is a Mm -hmm. physician and they say a physical, this is nice. This is like kind of interesting. Gets at the medical question. A physical exam won't show anything amiss and your blood work might show that your progesterone is high, but not why the mini pill doesn't have any. Estrogen. 
I don't know ever how to, is it just estrogen? O-estrogen? That's, O-est- can- that's the Canadian way of spelling it, I think. <laughs> ask, oh, ask, 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 uh, ask Frida. He knows all these things about estrogen. You, oh, yeah, yeah. For, you know for women. Nah, I went to medical school. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it doesn't have O-estrogen, but it does have hormones, namely progesterone. Those can be tested, but the cause itself won't show up. Importantly, there's no way for you to have the testing done and them get the results back before three weeks. Because as said elsewhere, those tests need to be done on a specific day of your cycle. More importantly, your GP can and should help you in this situation. Freed, if there's a way you can safely communicate your situation to them, I recommend you do it. It's not, if that's not an option, this is one of the few scenarios in which I can tell you lie to them. Your safety is the first priority. And if talking to your doctor can endanger that, then don't. I wish you all the best in your efforts to leave and know that you're, you are definitely worth it as your, as is your kid. Hmm. Interesting. So it's kind of, kind of like how we said, so on the estrogen front, this is this. Okay. So it's it's either called estrogen, E-S-T-R-O-G-E-N or O estrogen, which is just the same word with an O in front. And you can use either one. I'm sure if you're a doctor, you say O estrogen because people go, what's that? And you go, well, I learned it in medical school. You idiot. I'm a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. It's estrogen. I don't know why there's just two versions of spelling. So I love that actually. You're right. It's a reason for doctors to sound smarter. It is. So, but yeah. So what she said is if you, if there's an opening to talk to your GP, definitely do it. If it's going to cause, you know, potential threat, don't do it. Your safety. The good news is you can lie and there's no way your doctor's going to be like, what are you talking about, sister? I can see what brand right here on the x-ray. Yeah. <laughs> Open your They're wallet. Your x-ray is filled <laughs> with birth control. <laughs> also say hey, here, buddy, you smoke hey, cigarettes. husband, you know she's on birth control? Yeah. Check you out this x-ray. Yeah. Up here, the pills so, have all collected up there. It also said she's been hitting the Subway seafood sampler quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. You want to like, talk about that? You know this. <laughs> so, so, um, infuriating. Yeah, I mean that's so that's an interesting. I mean, very very interesting place to. I mean, again, getting down to the core of this subreddit, it, this mm-hmm. is an interesting place to be fielding these kinds of questions because yeah. you do have, again, like this is what's powerful about this, and, and it uh, like this the way I think about this is it is the cartilage because you can still go to ask WebMD, right? Yeah. And they're and they're going to be they're going to give you a very clinical answer, but you're not going to have the human response that yeah. I think is necessary to really contextualize how to handle the situation. So yeah. the one I'm going to, I'm going to ask this one, or I'm going to read this one right now. It is one I saw last night. I don't think you presented this one to us dog, or you didn't share this one, but yeah. this, this one was one that like hit me in my guts. Um, so, and, and this is, I think another really interesting example because this one is uh, again, this is the cartilage between what a doctor can really uh, answer in person mm-hmm. because of the nature of the, this is like a systematic problem, right? Which is you don't have the time. You don't have a consultant to right. sit with that you talk to. You just have a doctor who will be like, all right, good talking to you. They, they shake your hand. They walk out, they go see another patient. Right. Right. So 33 male asking about a 29 females death. So I have a request for the medical community in particular, an emergency room doctor three years ago, my wife died. When we found her, she was unresponsive. This was early morning after a long, strenuous talk between she and I. I made her breakfast, gave it to her daughter to bring up to my mom, or gave it to her daughter to bring up to mom. The daughter came back down and said mom was acting weird. She was unresponsive. I gave her CPR while calling the ambulance. 
the ambulance arrived and they brought her to the hospital. She was pronounced dead there right in front of me. Uh, every day I try not to wonder about things, but this is the one day a year that I permit the thoughts to linger for more than a moment. Originally, I would have gone to the hospital to ask this, but given the current dumpster fire the United States is in, I thought it was best to go up uh, to go up here. Go best. Yeah, I thought it best not to go up there. Uh, I was hoping to be able to talk with an ER doctor about what happened. I have all of her files from that day. It's a stack of EKG readings, the notes from the 911 officer, the hospital, etc. And I just have questions. My wife suffered from myotonic dystrophy myotonic dystrophy and an undiagnosed long QT rhythm. I found out later it's a gen, uh, generic uh, genetic trait that the family uh, family has that they don't really know. Um, she had polycystic ovarian syndrome. She was 5'9", somewhere around 200 pounds. She was probably malnourished as she was on a diet trying to lose weight. It was very stressed from that week because of work, family, diet, and I was out of town. And, and in case there isn't something you want to broach with someone, my questions aren't around procedure or blaming any doctor or medical staff. They're just morose pondering. Was she conscious when she died? Did she know she was dying? Uh, could knowing anything about the long QT change anything? Uh, I hurt. My existence hurts. Our family hurts. And it's been three years. And this, really, and this is really the one day I uh, permit myself to get into this slump. And it's probably going to hurt. It's probably something, or it's probably going to suck to ask or talk about, but I got to know. So if anyone's willing to hop on a call and or look at some paperwork, I'd be greatly appreciative of it. Uh, day after edit. Uh, the question has been answered. So to those uh, that I didn't get to reply before the thread was locked, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing your personal insights, your concerns, any personal experience or any professional experiences. I got what I needed for today. I'm going to take, uh, it's going to take me a few days to get myself back together, but thank you. So really sad. It's a really sad piece, but you know, the, the, uh, again, the, the power in this is like, I, it's for a doctor. Mm -hmm. But like, you don't go to an ER just to be like, I just want to know, was my wife in pain when she died three years ago? Mm -hmm. Right. They're going to be like, I, I would love to talk to you, man, but I, I don't have time. And I, you're, you're on the clock right now. This is too expensive for you. I'm, I'm sorry. You know? Shit. Um, so this is a place that, you know, you get that kind of answer. So, um, so some of the top comments here, uh, uh, so this is a physician. Uh, this is this is the top comment. It's posted 18 hours ago, by the way. So this is actually a new. This is this is a new. This is a brand new post. Wow! Yeah, not even a day 20, old. 20 hours ago. Um, so I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, it must still hurt so deeply, even three years later. I agree with my colleagues that knowing her medical history, it seems like likely she died due to her long QT syndrome. What is what was QT again? What they say that was. I think it's a, a weird heart issue that she and her family had. It was like genetic. Cool. Um, this is a problem with the heart's electrical system, which when triggered causes a sudden abnormal heart rate and arrhythmia, which is very rapid. The heart cannot sustain blood flow to the brain and the organs when this occurs. Most people who die from this become unconscious very quickly. She may have had a brief period where she felt lightheaded or felt heart palpitations, palpitations, um, but it is likely unlikely to have been painful. She may have been aware that something was wrong, but she did not likely spend a long time knowing she was dying. 
if she had known about the long QT syndrome, she may have gotten an implanted defibrillator. Other family members should be tested for this to see if they need one too. Sounds like some of them already have. It's already. It's also important to avoid certain medications when someone has a history of a long QT syndrome. Many common medications, including antibiotics, anti-nausea medications, and antidepressants can lengthen the QT and make someone more likely to have an abnormal heart rhythm. I'm happy to take a look at the paperwork you have. I'm not sure how much clarity I will give, but I can take a look. Wow. So here's I like, what I mean, I, li- I like this response. Was that... Uh, a long QT syndrome, I just Googled real quick. It's a heart rhythm disorder that can potentially cause fast, chaotic heartbeats, which can result in fainting, um, seizures, or sudden death. Yeah. So it's, I mean, this is, this is the scary thing about this sub is like, you see stories like this and you're just like, oh, what, what if I have it? Do I have it? And you know, there, there is an exercise in, in, in hypochondria that you know, obviously is pretty, pretty disadvantageous mm-hmm. um and i think that this is a good this is a good way you don't want to fall into that trap right like right. i think that that is a a dangerous thing as you look at this and i know i personally have this experience all the time because my dad died of als so i have this this little ticking sensation in my brain at all times where like i'll be like my arm kind of feels weird i'll be like oh no is this it? Is this one? Shit. Which is, you know, really not a, I mean, it's not a good impulse, obviously, but you know, that's also like you, you have to train yourself out of that. Right. Um, but that's, that's a little bit of a like cautionary tale for people who are, who are maybe more susceptible to that kind of thinking, not to use this sub in that way, because the sub, you might start fall victim to that. Cause there are, there are other stories here of just like weird medical anomalies that you're just like, is it possible that I have that thing? I don't want to die, right? Yeah. So, but you know, the thing that I love I'm about sure, the post, yeah. Well, based on that, uh, I'm sure there are hypochondriacs that hang out here for the thrill of it, and just are maybe oh, like sure. there's probably like a fetish side to this. It all seems pretty above board, but mm-hmm. any docs any, gone wild. Yes, talks NSF dub, but I'm sure doctors deal with that also. Just people who sort of consistently 100%. want to just you know. Get well, the and, and you I don't think like it's popular think here, most, but most but doctors sure. are probably compassionate people. Of course, um, I mean, I I actually personally <laughs> know some I, some doctors that are not co- compassionate I, people. Oddly I, enough, I think what you just said though is it, the, the expectation is that they're compassionate. The reality is probably they're more mechanical and practical a lot totally. of the time. Which I think there's always a disconnect. Like yeah. doctors tend tend to be like. A, like a mechanic diagnosing a car sometimes like do X, Y, and Z. And people are like, but I want to totally. eat ice cream and do my pills. They're like, well, you'll die. And yeah. it's I like, mean, I, like, that wasn't that have... nice, but, but th- there's like a reality that you can't emotion yourself out of, but ha- the empathy does help too. And mm-hmm. I think they well, don't maybe learn that I mean, in medical school. Yeah. And, and what you know about, I mean, su- subreddits and being a moderator at a subreddit and kind of a lot of the relationship that people have with, high traffic subreddits is like, you know, you have to kind of make it a lifestyle a little bit. And I think that doctors, because of the Hippocratic oath and, and I think the way that the way that they just think like certain doctors, they just inherently really, really want to help people. So they will linger in places like this because probably a little bit of the thrill, but also because, you know, they want to help. I mean, I, I have like my, my general practitioner is fucking amazing. And he's like, like just a guy, literally I will like, 
talk to him on the phone or I'll like go in and see him and we just like That's- chat about whatever bullshit and he'll be like, well, you're maybe a little bit overweight, but like, I mean, look at me, man, I'm a little bit overweight. So like, you know, here's what I do. He's like, he, America. He talks- Everyone's a little bit yeah. overweight. Come on. He's like, yeah. And, and, yeah. And so, but you know, I also like, I went, I went to school with this girl that I, that I was really, really good friends with. And I remember I have this distinct memory of her talking about, why she was going what well, actually I was t- talking about where she wanted to do her residency because she was in med school and and I knew her background where you know I I have this kind of like uh I have a a hypothesis of the American ambition system that there are a lot of people who were just told they were smart from a young age and then you're just wow. like you you should go be a doctor and they're just like I don't want to be a doctor but I guess that's my route to success so I'm going to be a doctor right and so you have all these people who become doctors as like an obligation to the feeling of success in America yep. instead of because they want to be a doctor. And this girl I know was like that, where she was like pretty smart. Yeah. She was, she was a smart girl. She worked extremely hard. She was, but she was from like a wealthy Long Island household. And I remember talking to her about where she was going to do a residency. And she was like, I, she straight up was like, I don't want to do a residency in a place with poor people because I don't want to tell them how to take care of themselves. Cause it's just going to be a pain. And I was just like, dude, why are you a doctor? Like, I don't understand I, what you're doing. You know, I want to do my residency in either Santa Monica or Brentwood or maybe the Palisades. Cause I mean, that I was, was that looking, was literally her perspective. She was like, I want to be around rich people. That makes it easy. It, and I was it's just like, yo, you don't, want, you don't want to be a doctor at all, lady. It's an interesting, I don't know if she realizes this, but it's an interesting insight into the medical world. Like, any anybody who's entering the medical space, if that's a paramedic, a fireman, a cop, a doctor, like the people you're dealing with are not having their best day. Ninety percent. Totally. There's some people that are just that cut themselves, but yeah. for the right. most part, you know, old people they're fucking oozing and dying totally. and shitting themselves, and it's like you know you got to get past all that because that's most of it. I think right. there's the small section of like you know the hot the hot dude Rob Lowe doesn't come in right. every day. You know? <laughs> Yeah, we all want to be checking his gooch. Because no. man, oh, love, who wouldn't want to check Rob Lowe's gooch? Let's be right. honest. Yeah, I'd like um, to. You know, I mean, even there. I mean, this is also another thing that you see a lot on this on this um, subreddit is there are a lot of non doctors that are medical professionals as well, and medical professionals being like the kind of broad category, right? Where there's there are paramedics, there are nurses, there are other people who are like. I think it is again in there's a curiosity, but there's also like a desire to learn more about people. There's a desire to help people broadly speaking. Um, And, you know, my best friend, like one of the 69 boys, Nate, he's a, he's a nurse. Great dude. And and he's a, he's a, he has, I mean, he's interesting because I, I think that he, he's a naturally extremely compassionate person regardless Wow, oh, he's like a very good person. So I don't think that he is like he's at all. I'm like his his I- implication though. The reason he got into nursing, I don't think, is necessarily like I just want to help people. But he has always put himself in the most difficult nursing situations. Wow. You know, I mean, as he and I have been talking about this, I feel like he's been he's been get it's been getting to him a little bit because he sees yeah. some heavy shit. Like he's worked in emergency rooms. He's worked in psych wards. Like those are two places that he's worked as a nurse. And so, you know, I I was talking to one of, so he was, he was living with this guy for a while. who was also a nurse and he was telling these stories. Like they would have these stories where like he was an inner city 
emergency room nurse during the night shift. So oh. he would have fucking people come in and his buddy, I don't think this happened to, to Nate, but his buddy was like, somebody came in one day with bull, with bullet wounds and was literally about to die. And the doctor, I was the one that was the, the main nurse in the emergency room. The doctor was like, his, he opened up his chest and was like, I need you to grab his heart and pump it with your fingers. You have to pump it with your fingers right now. So he was just like, oh, okay. So literally like grabbing his heart and, and manually pumping it to get the blood going. And, and then, I mean, this guy died. But then Nate was telling me when he got up in the morning to go to work or go do something, he like walked out and the guy's shoes and like all the shit was just sitting outside and it was like a fucking bloody mess because it, because you, you know, you get home from these long days and you just like, you don't really, and then, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you become desensitized. Like, I think that desensitization is an interesting thing because yeah. you become desensitized, but you, it's like you become desensitized to a point and then at a certain point, I think most people that have become desensitized have a little bit of a, of, of a realization mm-hmm. where they go, you know what it is, is like, cause I, I, I have a feeling like this every once in a while with like my, what I do for my, my job or like basic everyday things like COVID is yeah. a good example where you're just like, you're kind of like, all right, it's normal, whatever, everything's fine. And then you have like a night, you have a good day. Yeah. And then the good day is what, what, what actually fucks you up. Because you've been desensitized so much that 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 good day you go, what was different about today? I feel so great, and you're just like, oh, I walked outside. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you go, fuck, man. Yeah. And then that's what pulls you back down. I think Nate lately has just been like, fuck. I think he's just aware of like how hard it is seeing like people die all the time, and how hard it is seeing people like, you know, some really sad devastating heavy stuff that you can't really stop like you can't like you know when somebody comes in and they go um my husband's been feeling weird and then the doctor goes oh he has a brain tumor he's gonna he's got two days to live right and then nate has to go out and be like uh i'm sorry um you know what i mean and like and those and and i just like can't even imagine you know and and Mm -mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really it's really it's really interesting. I mean, it's a really odd thing. I mean, because you you know you, it just changes the way. Like how do I mean, how does it change your relationship with what it is to die, what it is to be healthy, what it is to feel, um, you know, feel emotional pain, what it is to like see. I mean, he you know again like Nate. I mean, maybe I can even have him on the pod sometime. We can talk about this, but yeah. like he, uh, you know, he just, ha- he has crazy story. I mean, he also has these hilarious stories too. Like he has tons of really funny stories of like some of my favorite stories that he's told me are things like around Lollapalooza weekend. Cause he used to live in Chicago. If you're right around Lollapalooza weekend, there's always like somebody who comes in who like had a, had an edible and like had never eaten an edible before. And they go, I'm dying doctor. I'm dying doctor. And you just go, He's just like, all right, sit down. And then he like looks in and they're like staring around. He's just like, oh, kids, you know, but, but, you know, because he was an inner city, inner city emergency room doctor, he, he had a lot of gunshot victims, like young, young kids that would come in because of gang warfare and shit. And they would be like, you know, DOA and, and, you know, kind of blue line. 
And wow. he also told me once, like there was a, I don't remember how we, because when early COVID happened, I mean, he was kind of like one of the frontline guys, obviously like kind of being, he lives in Seattle now. So he's, he's in the Seattle when all the COVID stuff was happening. And, and he, he would tell me, I don't remember what it's, I think it was like a blue line or something, but there's a, in the hospital code blue. I think I, I, I want it. I, it's code blue, but I think there's literally a, an al- alert that happens like over the intercom or yeah. a, a light that lights up like something like that. That's like a little inconspicuous, but nurses and doctors know that when this light goes or when they hear this alarm or this alert, it means somebody's All dying hands. and, hands and on everybody has to go do it. Right. Whoa. And, and I just like, can't, I can't imagine like you, you get used to it, of course, but like that I think is what's so interesting again about this sub is there are que- there always are questions because triage is a real thing. Someone yeah. gets sick, you go in, you go, that person's too sick. We can't help them. We can, we have to help these three other people. Uh-huh. It's just how it is. And I think during COVID in particular, it's just introduced so many it's just this like the, the saddest thing of COVID, which I think some people talk about, but like I don't think enough people talk about, is the dying alone because you can't let anybody in. Like that is fucking so insanely sad. Oh, so sad. It's so, so. sad. And 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 these pe- poor people, sometimes they're old, sometimes they're not. And and you know the saddest thing. I mean, we we kind of accidentally hit it on it earlier, uh, Fareed, when you were talking about this about the the chubby chubby Asian guy from the from the earlier video that we watched. There's 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 a lot. I always, of I always tend to be ahead of the curve on these yeah, you combos. Are ahead of the curve, but there's you know there's there's a like seeing somebody who is unhealthy but well intentioned <clears throat> and just couldn't like is well, just didn't yeah. didn't get what they. Like, you know, just wasn't, if you're a doctor for that guy and you go, Hey man, um, well, you know, you're, you're 32. You might not live to be 55 at this rate. Totally. And he goes, give me the ice cream. You go, what can I do? You know? And you see that every day. Right. Constantly. I, I do think you, you know, people, doctors get a bad reputation for like, maybe like being unempathetic sometimes, but I think you have to be, I think it's probably a defense mechanism. If you, if it's all empathy all the time, you're seeing, Death, 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 well, you, death. You People can't, dying. You can't be empathetic you can't, all the time. Yeah. It'll crush you. Um, so, you know, it's probably a response to, to the reality of their jobs in a way. And like dealing with somebody who's continually harming themselves and not doing anything to change it. It's like, it's only a matter of time until you come in here like with a heart attack or whatever. And so yeah, it's that to me seems like what your friend who wanted to work in Brentwood was talking about was like, maybe she didn't want to deal with like, the uphill battle of it all, which is a, I don't know, it's her choice, but it's a weird reason to get into medicine. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, well, that's, that's the whole, th- I mean, that's again, exactly what I'm saying. It's like some people become lawyers because they want to help. And some people become lawyers because I want the Mercedes you know? AMG station wagon. Yeah. Is right. and, and I think well, it's the, same, a the same thing happens with doctors, right? Where it's yeah. like, some people are just like, I mean, if wait, the chicks. you're telling me that yeah. if I, yeah, for the chicks, I mean, you're telling me if, if I become a doctor, I get 400 K. Yeah. To start, it's all like becoming a doctor, right? And it's just like you're a no. smart kid. Were you good at math? Be a doctor. Were you bad at math? Be a lawyer. You know, honestly, that's exactly what it was. And so, and you know, and it's an interesting thing. So, I, I think the sub is just is 
is kind of the best version of doctors from what I can what I can feel. But so what, what I propose. So we're 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 gonna run out of time before we hit our big one, which is which it's is okay because we're gonna split this into two episodes, just so everybody knows. Um, the second episode of Ask Doctors, we're gonna really talk about um, a series of posts by a by a poster here that is a really profound look at the relationship between the medical industry and someone's um, end of life experience. Um, and it is really, really touching and really, really sad. So um, I it's think we can't, we can't do it justice in 12 minutes, honestly. So I'd rather actually do it for our next episode. Um, but before we close this one out, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about maybe another post because I do think that this again, like most, like every sub we do, to be honest, like we we can't sum it all up in one episode. We can't sum it up in ten episodes. I think Ask Docs can be its own own podcast, to be honest, because there's so much that you can kind of get into about about all the different nuances here. Another one I wanted to bring up that I saw, unless you guys, is there another one that you guys thought was interesting? I, th- I think, well, as, as a function of this site, I thought uh, if I was a medical student, I might hang out here, you know, to try to like brush up on my skills of uh, just like speaking a language and being able to spot things. I think a big part of the job is like, can you spot consistencies or trends or patterns? And if I was, uh, I would recommend any like med students or anybody in this world, maybe, you know, maybe peruse this space. Um, which I, I yeah, know. I mean, I'm, it's an interesting, it's an interesting one, but I mean, uh, Dog, do you have any that else that you want to look at? Because I, I had a couple. Oh. I had another one that is interesting, but I don't know if it's 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 interesting. But I would I would like I know that you you were kind of the initiator of this of this sub. So I have one that I re- kind of relate to personally that Ooh, I want okay. to show. behind the curtain. I know we don't have to like talk about it in depth or anything, but I think it's an interesting issue. Um, this is the post and it's why won't you let me get my tubes tied oh interesting fascinating so um that is something i've heard a lot i personally don't want children and um it would be awesome to just take care of that um and the reason a lot of people women who want to do that are literally told no because you're too young or no, because what if you get married someday and your husband wants kids? These are still things said to yeah. women today. So I mean, that's a fucking the second one is a bizarre answer. The first one is is interesting because I don't. I mean, I don't know. This is where bad women's anatomy comes in. Where I just I don't. I don't know the process. I know that like with vasectomy. Well, okay, let me explain. Have you well, ever wait. had a knot in your sweatpants that you couldn't get out? That is kind of like trying to untie your tubes from getting tied. It's basically impossible. Okay. So once you do it, you cannot undo it. Okay. Now you can. So is it because with a vasectomy, you can reverse a vasectomy, correct? It's not guaranteed, but it's easier to reverse. I think you you can, but I don't think it's easy. Yeah. 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 Uh, It's, I don't think it's possible to really get your tubes untied. You're basically permanently sterilized. The problem Hmm. with this is, it's assuming from a doctor's perspective that you understand your patient who is a legal adult and what they want to do to their body more than they do. I will say 
what the answer I got. So let me just share what this person said. Um, The reasons I've heard so far, I'm too young. Problems with this, I'm 23, and as long as I'm over 18, I can make my own medical decisions. So I asked for a boob job, liposuction, mastectomy, I could get one. Reason, I may change my mind when I'm older. Problems with this, I have no interest in pregnancy. It looks horrible. Pregnancy is dangerous, especially for black women, and I'm a black woman. If I do, on the off chance you're right, then I'll face the consequences of that choice because I'm a fucking adult. Right. That's how life right. works. Um, I need to discuss it with my husband first. Problems with this. I'm not fucking married, and it's stupid. Right. Reason. I should just take birth control. Birth control is unbearable. The hormones, right. the weight gain, the headaches, the nausea, the period symptoms get worse. The acne, it hurts. Sex drive goes down. Everything is horrible. Men want to get vasectomies and they aren't offered birth control. They get vasectomies. Um, so this is basically that person's post. Um, right. So this is actually a great response from a doctor. After mm. adequate counseling, sometimes I make super young couples do a short waiting period, like two months, where you would go to like, maybe discuss it with a counselor. I'll tie anyone's tubes. <laughs> And I'm like, that's, I think, a very... That sounds, sounds like an entrepreneur right there. I know. Because I'm like, that seems healthy. Like, I understand it is a very... It's, it could, it's a likely, like, permanent thing. And right. it's something that seems to most people to be, like, the reason for living, having kids. So, like, right. I get why some doctors, in their personal opinions, think this is such a grab, like, uh, huge decision to make at a young age. But I think this is a great way to kind of meet in the middle is, um, except you're an adult, know right. this is a very serious medical procedure that has permanent consequences. So do some counseling um, to make sure you're not making a rash decision or a decision in, like, I don't know, like a manic state. And Totally. You do your thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's in a way. I mean, there are other uh, analogs, I guess, to this that are that are kind of similar in a way. I mean, I, I would say one would be a tattoo, which is was, like not. <laughs> it's it's not it's not. Uh, I don't want to trivialize getting your tubes tied. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I was going to bring you know, it back to the Ben Affleck Phoenix tattoo. Right. <laughs> like, does, did he go through counseling in a two month yeah. waiting period because he should? Well, you get you get a. I mean, you get a big tattoo on in a in a very visible place. I mean, usually, I I will say like there are. I I've heard stories of tattoo artists that somebody walks in, they go, I'm going to get a fucking huge face tattoo. It's my first tattoo. They go, no, you're not. I'm not doing that. I would have a sign that says no face tattoos. Yeah. That, that I think is one version of it. I mean, I think another one is, is, is the transition um, surgeries where, you know, this, this has become, this is a very big political hot topic, of course. And I'm not, again, I'm also not making any, commentary but i think that this is this is the a young lot people of, yeah. yeah well this is the way people talk about it is like you know when when someone really really young wants to transition you will often hear kind of the ben shapiro's of the world go they're going through a phase you know like don't let them do it mm-hmm. but you know they can i mean if they want and then they're you know they're permanently like that i mean i think that there is a there's some existential conversations that go into this of course which is you know when you choose to do something permanent to your body that that changes the the that shuts down a a pathway for you in life of course it deserves conversation like there's no there's no doubt about it and i i don't think that 
Like, I mean, I also don't want a world where you know you walk into your OBGYN and be like, I'm getting my tubes tied. I don't give a shit. Like, get your ass like, back here. Let's do it. Do Hello, everybody. You know, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 doctor there's, is in there. He's like, yeah, give me cash. I don't care. I mean, that's how we got into totally. the oxycotton pandemic. And it is, it is quite literally how that. I mean, it's it's how that happened in a way for sure. And I I think that there's like you know you you wouldn't yeah. want it to spiral out of control. But I think this is it's really important. Any anything you do that's like this is super fucking important. I I, I feel the same way about it abortions. Be, right? Where yeah, I'm like, it, I'm very pro-choice with yeah. abortions, but I do think that it's very important that the doctor who's giving the abortion doesn't just go, sure, sit down, I'll take ten minutes. You want yeah. a fucking beer? Let's have a beer, right? Like you need to you need to go. All right, let's talk about what this is going to do to your body. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what's going on so that you are informed while we go into this process right and and it's i don't think it's a matter of like me as a male trying to make a choice for somebody i think it's a matter of like the more information you have the better you are equipped to make decisions about your body in an informed way yeah period you know and that that doesn't that doesn't mean trying to talk somebody out of it i'm not saying like bring somebody from the church in to say like here's everything that's going to happen to your soul if you abort this child I think it's a like just to make sure you understand what I'm about to do, right? Yeah, exactly. But, but the same, you know, you do the same thing with any major surgery, right? If I go in and like get my my kidney removed, right? They're gonna go, all right. Here's all the paperwork. We're gonna explain a little bit about what happens when you get your kidney removed, yeah, and like how this works, right? If they say, "Are you sure you want to do that?" You're like, "Yeah, totally. I'm selling it to a guy yeah. on the internet for sixteen grand." That's yeah. of course I want to do it. I need a PS5, Doc. I need a PS5. I gotta sell my kidney. Can we spend yeah, I mean, one minute at the end of this pod talking about PS5, just as a total? Because I'm confused, and I'm okay. But, but let's finish that. this conversation. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I think that that's it's. I mean, again, this is a very interesting part of the Ask Doc subreddit. Is like that is not a that is a medical question, but it is not really the kind of question you can get answered at a hospital or a doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Like it is something you kind of need asked through an institutional lens, right? Yeah. Like the same thing. I mean, when I'm thinking about some of the things that I would like to ask on this subreddit, some of the things I think about are these lingering medical questions that I've always had, which is like, my dad died of ALS. Right. What What should I be worried about genetically, right? Um, I've been taking this fucking brain pill for 10 years without a lot of research into what it does. Like, should I be worried? Right? Like I would like doctors to be able to say that because I'm not going to call my GP and be like, hey, Sean, how you doing, man? Hey, listen, I have this as a question. Can I like come in and ask you? He'd be like, I mean, do you have something for me to Yes, but I don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, and of course, nobody wants to do that because it's a fucking pain in the ass. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. But anyway, um, I like that. I think so. You get feedback from this site and then you go to your doctor and you right. go, look, and, and, uh, I've been on Reddit, ask a doctor quite a bit. So I'm pretty much uh, sure. Right. And your doctor's like, well, what's a Reddit? Um, yeah. and, exactly. and then they yeah. scoff at you for getting internet answers. But in a way, there's, there's, this could be better. I only because it's a group of doctors, right. what I like about it. Totally. So, so, um, like I mentioned a thousand times now, this is not the end of this sub for us. We're going to be doing next week. We will be discussing the tale of username med throwaway 87 EI, right? Uh, starting with this post, um, the post being 
La la la. Suboxone patient dying of cancer, concerned about palliation. Uh, in ending with uh, update on Robbie from Sherry uh, and 41-year-old suboxone patient with, uh, with lung cancer. I don't mean to keep pestering the sub, but I thought I'd drop to say goodbye. The cancer's in my heart in central cardiovascular area. It's over, which is one of the most powerful things I've ever read on Reddit. Um, and we're going to read the whole thing and we're going to go through our thoughts on it, some of the things that I think it says and some of the way it makes us think about life. And, you know, it, it is truly one of the, I mean, like I said, like I, I went to bed last night, like crying, like I could, I like couldn't, I like, I, I like my, my, my tear ducts are basically calcified. Like I straight up don't cry. And, and I was reading this and I was just like, hey, fuck I can't yeah, keep it together. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crying's for bitches, stuff, you know. <laughs> crying's for crying, crying's for babies. Um, but no, it it is, it, it's 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 a it's a tough read, but it's a really important one, and I think a really powerful and special, a special thing on Reddit that I think is like, uh, again, like one of the most powerful, uh, one of the most powerful things I've ever read. So, uh, but we'll get to that next week. Um, so, what do you want to know about PS Five? <laughs> Well, there's a lot of posting going on about like there's this nice post on the front page about this guy who played video games with this other guy and he gave him a PS5 and you know it's one of those like nice Reddit stories. <laughs> but but the P- getting the PS5 A is my first question. Why is it so hard to get? So getting the PS so the PS5 it, this is the latest generation in the PlayStation series. The PS4 probably came out about a decade ago now. I'm not sure the exact date, but it's been a long time. Oh, it's that um, long. Oh, I didn't realize it's been, it was It's been uh, at least a decade since the PS4. Okay. And and so when the PS5 and then the Xbox Series X, I believe, came out at the same time. It's always kind of the console wars, but the PS5 is like the creme de la creme and part of the reason being it is like i have tried to get it for the last two weeks and i have alerts set what do we how much have like how much we dropping on this sucker well they're all i mean they're 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 going for retail value i mean it's like 4.99 and 3.99 i believe but and it's like a hard drive you straight up cannot get them and that's and the because people that I know why? who have got them happened by freak happenstance. And I think it's probably partly a COVID supply chain issue. Okay. I've also read that evidently uh, Japan, so it's Sony PlayStation. So in yeah. they create every PlayStation in Japan. Fuck oh. yeah. And, that's why it's and, the best, dude. We're all well, weeboos here. Best. We get it. But they, they also, they hand assemble all of them. So oh. I think it's a little bit of like a... It's not. I mean, basically, what they were saying is like we don't ship the, we don't do the manufacturing in China, so it just takes longer. And and I just think it's like they're such a hot commodity. It's that it's, good. It's, uh, it's good for. You can market. order um, pre-deliver or pre-order, and it'll come in February, like late February. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Doctor Spacaman, Spacham, Spachichiman, Spachaman. Thanks for listening, pal. Um, Good having you around. Good having a fellow doctor on our sub today, or a fellow doctor on our pod. Really appreciate you your contributions to the medical community. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, good, anyway, good luck yeah, on so your morning good, Zoom, bro. Uh, good morning, morning Zoom. I think your, I think it's your a pants lady. It's a they. Oh, they. Um, 
Um, anyway, but I, I do think uh, the PS5 is really just mean, like, you know? it's, it's impossible to get it right now. So Okay. And, um, and, and then everyone, it only drives the, the want up, I would think. And then people, yeah. and then it's just like a sweet, sweet ass system. Is that what the kids are saying? Sweet ass? Um, yeah. And, uh, fever ass, I believe is the term. I that believe the term is fever ass. Um, uh, but, cool. uh, but so that's it's it. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I think so it's have just you like seen one or played one or? I mean, I've seen them. I haven't seen one in real life. Evidently, they're massive, um, and they're uh, what's what's. I thought things are getting smaller. uh, I don't know. I don't know why it's so big. I think it's maybe a design idea. But um, I mean, I will get one. Mark my words, I will get one. But um, (laughs) hey, Black Fridays next week. Maybe you could. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, they don't exist right now. Like you can't get them anywhere. Hmm. Like I go to the PlayStation Direct store every day. And I can't get one. <laughs> Shit, wow. man. So That's I cool. don't know. I, I hopefully I'll figure it out, but it's like I can't. I can't live in this world for much longer without a PlayStation Five. So three, like me. Exactly. <laughs> PlayStation Three. All right. Uh, anyway, a couple randoms to close this fella out. Ask Doctors Part One. Woo! Uh, coming next week part one uh read up on the sub it's really interesting if you have a if you have a question for doctors ask it here if you're worried about life potentially ask it here if you're worried about the mushroom you found in their backyard don't ask it here there's a different subreddit for that a uh, shroom id or possibly mushroom id very cool uh all right random what do i got i got Ooh. All things insurance. Mixer, uh, mixer, mixer is fun. This is actually funny. So Mixer uh, was a Twitch alternative. So funny that this came up. It was a Twitch alternative. I like it. Ninja, Ninja famously joined, and it made a huge stink in the the community. I think it was owned by Microsoft or something. And then, like after a year, it closed. <laughs> so. Uh, Rippers. Rippers and piecers. Um, what do you guys got from your screen? I got a fun one, y'all. I thought it was going to be a little cooler than what, it's, uh, what it actually is. Ooh, I got a very game. cool one. Space porn. Got space porn. Which oh. sounds, space sounds porn. erotic on the surface. But I mean, they're really gorgeous pictures of space, not like alien porn or anything. We got to go down that. the alien rabbit hole eventually on this pod because I think yeah. Again, are, you and your alt YouTube man. It's I, I, well, um, podcast on the left has some great episodes about different the different uh, races of aliens, including yeah. the tall, tall whites. whites. The what? All the tall whites. The tall oh, whites. A, oh, I don't. <laughs> who are these guys? The, the Norwegians? Or? We're gonna have to talk about tall whites one day. Oh, I gotta listen to that podcast. They um, do it justice. They do. They do a great job. What do you, What do you got over there, Freed? You got a random? You want to oh, throw he, yeah. I throw the screen up here. This one rules. I feel like this is up all of our alleys. Um, Love Link. I think this is some kind of a uh, animated. Um, let's see here. Fan made subreddit for Lugla. Are you guys still with me here? Can yeah. You you're not, you're not throwing okay. me your screen, dog. Yeah, what? I did it. Oh, geez. <laughs> There it asked me four questions before it lets me do it. And then I just, God. there we go. Lo- love link. So I feel like this dog boobs maybe would have pulled a lot of, um, <laughs> uh, inspiration from something like this for the Kelly Chronicles. Oh my God. Yes. Fan. Like- on this, 
This is a Dream Daddy esque video game simulator for dating anime characters. Is that what I'm getting? At yeah. This? Oh, this look at this guy. He's a troublemaker. Oh man, Ooh. is he? This guy talk about a bad boy. He won't shake check your you daddy's back. hand. He'll you just guys, say, "What up, Mister Kensington?" And share my screen one of these days. I've gotten into Sims character influencers and stuff online. What is I'm that? Sorry? And I'm I'm curious there about that. Actual people who create Sims, like oh, look at this, kind of only out of the Sims, and then I follow them online and they pr- they role play. Uh, dog boobs, look, finally oh, role play. Wow, so that's finally awesome. my Sims game is working normally. So I decided to create a date for my Sim, and yes, it's Blake. Ah! I know something's missing, but it was so fun creating him. And this is Blake. Look at this hunk, dude. Oh, wow. God. Wow. Yeah. So this is kind of what you're talking about. Well, so there's this kind of alternate um, sim character influencer world happening. It feels yeah. like it's at the early stages of it, but it's only getting bigger, sort of thing. It's we got we got to get involved. There are there are accounts that I follow, like this one, and they uh, have stories. It's like a soap opera. And they no way! It is fucking awesome. What? Hey, what wow. is that called? This is called okay. I'll share my favorite one with you guys on Instagram. It's. I'm gonna look into this. Okay, now get a pen and paper. It, the first one is W R E N N N. How many ends was that? Three ends. <laughs> Period S four, and it should Wait. say blood plus tears in the title. <laughs> Oh this my god. Oh yeah. Got it. So sim character comic strip role play. Yeah. And they're like heavily influenced by anime. Okay. And then uh, very sultry. Is S I M period S K Y period story. Sim Sky story. That's a little bit easier to remember. Just Amazing. Guys, I am I, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Daily updates. I am like hanging on for daily updates. Oh, love it. So Absolutely you're following it. this like you would follow uh, Justin Biebhole, et cetera, except I these do. characters are not real, which arguably makes them better. I shared with you guys are like soap operas. And then there are like Justin Bieber-esque influencers that you just follow. So this is the days of our lives of our lives. Yes. lives. I love it. Okay, cool. Hilarious. Um, okay, well, we will we will get that uh, maybe in a couple episodes. We'll go deep into that world. Um, but until then, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Did you read it? Weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. Now on the Believe Network. Uh, my name is Mister Dad. I'm Doctor Elvin Touche. <laughs> I'm just a doctor. Just doing my job. Regular doctor. Saving lives. Doing my job. Um, We will talk again about Ask Doctors. Part two. Coming next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.